CC breezed out of my office. I was sitting at my desk, thumbing through the files I'd been assigned. There was the fashion model, thin as a Q-tip, who wanted me to sue Starbucks for poisoning her frappuccino by using whole milk instead of skim. There was a nasty divorce where the wife, our client, had scissored off the left sleeve of every one of her husband's 68 custom-made suits and sports jackets. And there was a guy who couldn't believe the city of Coral Gables wouldn't let him keep his 18-foot-long Burmese python in the backyard after it swallowed whole the neighbor's French poodle. Three yawners. Boring was not a boring enough word to convey my lack of emotional involvement in my cases. So what did I want? What would rev my motor? A cause that's just, a client I like, and a check that didn't bounce. In my short time as a lawyer, I'd seldom found all three in the same case. My door flew open, and Kim Coates, an attorney in a hurry, rushed inside. She shot an unappreciative gaze at my Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote posters, which, along with photos of sharks and sports memorabilia, completed my interior decorating. Lunch? she asked, as if forming an entire sentence would take her away from billing enormous amounts of time at outrageous hourly rates. Kim was 32 years old, a tidy brunette with an upturned nose and torso by Jane Fonda. Technically, she was senior to me in the firm by a couple years, which might explain why she insisted on the top position during the hot and sweaty nights we spent together at my place or hers. Sure thing. I regretted the extra syllable as a waste of her time. Where? Versailles for Cuban sandwiches? Strolling guitarists freak me out, she said, and it's too noisy to work. Work? I thought we were eating. Mr. K wants us to discuss the credit card class action litigation. We can each bill 90 minutes, including travel time, if we talk business in the car. Joe's stone crab, I suggested. Only if we can run the cost through to the client. Maybe we should forget lunch and plan a leisurely dinner. I'm working late. How about takeout tie? Your place or mine? The car. Romantic. Sorry, Jake. I've got an 8 a.m. depot in Palm Beach and need my sleep. I considered whether to complain about our not spending enough time together, but it seemed too wimpy. We'd been sleeping together, though not often, whenever Kim could find a time slot not required for a hearing, depot, or Pilates class. Every relationship is a competition between personal autonomy and interconnectedness. Historically, it's the guy who refuses to compromise, to give up his solitude or man cave or drinking buddies. But times have changed. Hard-charging career women like Kim Coates are frequently unwilling to cut back work time for the sweet promise of companionship, cuddling, and multiple orgasms. A knock-knock sounded on the open door as Cece poked her head into the office. No lunch for you, Hefe. Mr. K has a new client for you to interview. As long as it's not another divorce. Even worse. Nothing's worse. Divorce plus spousal abuse. Wife got the stuffing beat out of her. Tell me I'm repping her. No la cafe. You for the puncher. Cece was right. This was worse. You can pick your friends. You can pick mangoes from blooming trees. But an associate in a law firm cannot pick his clients. James Farrell was 35 and tennis fit. He wore a tailored tan suit, blue shirt, and yellow tie. His job had something to do with real estate development, but in Miami that could mean anything from building shopping centers to being a bag man for the zoning department. He seemed to be staring at the leaping marlins on my multicolored Hawaiian shirt. 
Maybe a dark suit would instill more confidence, but I always thought the charcoal gray look made lawyers seem like undertakers. I kept a couple ties and a white shirt hanging behind my office door for trips to the courthouse. Otherwise, I was a habitual offender, daily violating the Krippendorf and Associates dress code. Just as I violated the wall decoration decree, proclaiming that the art committee must approve everything posted on law firm property. I'd already received a stern memo warning me to take down the bloody photos of sharks feeding as inappropriately suggestive. I didn't nail my law school diploma to Lyle Krippendorf's textured walls. There were no honors attached to my University of Miami parchment, and it took me an extra year to get through the night division where I graduated in what I like to call the top half of the bottom third of my class. The diploma covers a crack in the plaster above a toilet at home and forces me to contemplate the divide between law and justice several times each day. My framed cartoon